Welcome to the Elevator World News Podcast. Today's news podcast is sponsored by elevatorbooks.com. From educational programs and books to unique gift ideas and more, the only website you need is elevatorbooks.com. This site offers books and materials on maintenance, safety, history, legal issues, technology, and more. Start browsing today at elevatorbooks.com. This is your daily industry news update for July 6, 2020. In today's news, ThyssenKrupp Elevator plans to relocate its German headquarters. Officials in Ontario are seeking input on changes to elevator regulations. The New York City Department of Buildings is asking the public to take part in a project aimed at improving worker safety. Universities in Chicago are considering pandemic adjustments to campus elevator usage, and city officials in Vancouver have given the green light to a new downtown tower. ThyssenKrupp Elevator has announced it will move its headquarters in the first quarter of 2021 from Essen to Dusseldorf, the capital of North Rhine-Westphalia, Germany. The OEM will occupy more than 9,000 square meters in the Wings Building, which is owned by Commerce Real and near the Dusseldorf International Airport. There will also be 500 square meters of outdoor space where colleagues can meet and exchange ideas. Commenting on the move, ThyssenKrupp Elevator CEO Peter Walker said, quote, The relocation reflects our independence as a global company. Moreover, it provides us with the opportunity to create headquarters that are precisely designed to meet the criteria of a modern and efficient globally operated company while giving us the chance to open up many new perspectives regarding the way of working for our employees, end quote. In an effort to ensure elevators are well-maintained and meet updated safety requirements, the Government of Ontario, Canada, is seeking input on proposed regulatory changes to the Technical Standards and Safety Act of 2000. The government is working with the independent administrative body Technical Standards and Safety Authority to solicit input online through August 4th. Ontario Minister of Government and Consumer Services Lisa Thompson says the ministry, quote, wants to ensure all Ontarians have a voice in helping us create stronger rules to protect them, end quote. There are approximately 58,700 elevators in Ontario, of which nearly 20,000 are in residential buildings. The agencies say they also want to help consumers, including those with accessibility needs, make more informed choices as homebuyers and renters. In partnership with the Urban Tech Hub and Company Business Incubator, the New York City Department of Buildings, or DOB, has launched the first-ever Building Code Innovation Challenge, which seeks ideas from the real estate sector, construction industry, and general public on improving worker safety, building design, construction, and regulation. The deadline to apply is August 21st. A team led by the DOB and its newly created Code Innovation Committee will review applications and select five semifinalists who will present their ideas at the DOB's Build Safe, Live Safe conference on September 25th. 
Winners will be announced later in the fall. The team is looking for innovations that, among other things, minimize construction noise, dust, and vibration, improve fire resistance, and improve safe work practices that prevent the spread of COVID-19. For more information, follow the link in the news item at elevatorworld.com news. Using freight elevators to move students and staff through buildings is among adjustments universities in downtown Chicago are considering to limit the spread of COVID-19, WBEZ reports. Using freight elevators for passengers is being mauled at Loyola University, Chicago, near Watertower Place. Officials at National Lewis University, which has buildings of six and seven floors across from the Art Institute of Chicago, are directing students and staff to use the stairs if they are able and limit elevator capacity to two. At Columbia College in the South Loop, four students are allowed per elevator, and each must stand in a corner and wear a face mask. As schools are set to open in the fall, what was once a selling point, higher learning in multi-story buildings in the heart of the city, has, for the moment, turned into a liability, the source observes. The Vancouver City Council has approved a downtown zoning change, giving the green light to a 29-story Cone-Peterson-Fox-designed commercial tower, the Architects newspaper reported on June 26th. The project at 601 West Pender Street is being developed by Reliance Properties and will feature premium office space atop a retail base sheltered by a vegetated pedestrian canopy. The top two floors will hold a host of amenities, including a lounge, a sauna, steam rooms, a wellness center, and a 16,000-square-foot rooftop deck. The tower will replace a six-story parking garage at the site. The building is scheduled for completion in 2025. For more industry-related information, visit elevatorworld.com and be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or the Google Play Store. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the Elevator World News Podcast, just let us know by emailing advertising at elevatorworld.com.